Welcome to Infinite Ritual, the podcast that explores how our daily habits lead to continuous healing and supports our inner work to living as our most authentic selves. We examine the mystical through a grounded lens, honor our connection with the earth, and ultimately raise our conscious awareness of our roles and purpose while we are here. Welcome and I'm glad you're here. Hey everyone, welcome to the third episode of the Infinite Ritual Podcast. I am your host, Kate Quinones McCarthy, and I'm so glad you're here. We are going to get into it today. We are going to talk about why karma is not a bitch. So I would like to just jump right in honestly and get to the juice of it um but if anything that i say resonates with you please pass this along to a friend share it wherever feels comfortable leave a review or subscribe because that helps me connect with people more and that is the whole vision and the whole purpose of me creating this and sharing my authentic and vulnerable stories while i go over topics that are relevant to my life in this moment so that I can also see how that connects with you. So if anything that I say also rises a question within you, can you please reach out to me? DM me on Instagram, infinite.ritual, or send me an email, hello at infiniteritual.space, and that's S-P-A-C-E. If it's a simple question about anything that was said or about spirituality, healing, and authenticity, that is what I am here to and spread my messages and stories so karma what even is it usually we get associated with these like insidious dark revenge filled ideas you know like oh he'll get what's coming to him you'll see after someone might wrong us within a relationship right or if a friend harms us hurt people hurt people if we're going to discuss that as well as an idea of karmic effect but that person who wronged you oh I hope they get what's coming you know that that is speaking karma into existence or uh, certain things within pop culture of ideas that are painted with karma there's the classic old pop R&B and <laughs> Justin Timberlake song, what comes around goes back around. I thought I told you, hey, right? And it has this sort of like mm, synthy dark pop vibe to it, you know, like the bad Justin. Um, and it kind of calls to that part of you that wants to see something avenged, you know, like that if you had to suffer through something, then someone else deserves to suffer too. I'm not talking about justice here. I'm just talking about um, that idea of when you feel wounded inside or wronged inside, you, you want it to go somewhere. And ultimately, we usually want to see it propelled forward and turned onto the doer, you know. Um, but we're going to look at karma through a different lens today. So I hope you are open-minded with me as we do. And if you've ever heard of the universal laws, one of them is 
karma, but it's called the law of cause and effect. And once upon a time, this old man, Newton, decided to check this this law out with an apple and just said, hey, apple falls, why? (laughs) And hence we have gravity, right? Um, Every action has an opposite and equal reaction. But in the realm of karma, we're going to look at it through our words, what we really actually say out of our mouths, our actions, what we do, which also in Sanskrit, the word karma actually does mean action, um, as well as what we think, because a lot of the time we don't realize that even our thoughts can produce karma. And what is the energy and intention that is being infused with what we think, say, and do? So this is a lot. This is a lot to get into. And especially coming into our Scorpio season, I've been thinking a lot about the idea of karma and what happens when we're at the end of a karmic cycle, of the end of something that's been rotating around our whatever phase of learning that we're in, whatever lessons that we've integrated And you can feel like you're about to break that cycle and break that wheel. And speaking of wheel, if you are a tarot fan, which I very much am, I've been studying tarot for about four or five years now, I want to say, um, the card that is associated with karma in the deck is the Wheel of Fortune. It's one of the major arcana cards. And the Wheel of Fortune can have a couple different interpretations, but it is considered the karma card because it quite literally does refer to that line of what comes around, what goes around, (laughs) sorry, what goes around comes back around. And that doesn't always mean that we are going to be rewarded for all of our good deeds Um, because again we're going to come back to talking about the intention behind our action or words or thoughts and why that's so important in the cause and effect and in karma Um, but sometimes it's also what is outside of our control like obviously sometimes we're going to seem to be on the top of things amongst the karma wheel and sometimes we're going to feel like we're at the bottom and like we're being punished or we're in retribution for some kind of previous action or thought or word or some something of that we that that we deserve this somehow which can produce feelings like guilt and heaviness and unworthiness and why I want to throw those ideas into the trash can and quite literally start a dumpster fire. So (laughs) I want to repaint the idea of our karmic lessons as one of joy instead of one of fear and punishment. So to get into what that means to me personally and to interweave what I've been going through 
with this idea of karma, guys, um, is very much deeply relationship-wise. Sometimes our deepest healing work can happen when we are in relationship with another person because they are going to bring up all of those little idiosyncrasies and triggers and uncomfortable spaces within us and it's what we do with those and how we treat those and how we treat the other person that ultimately also uh, is infused in our karmic lesson whether that person is there for you for being a karmic lesson or for being a true soulmate or someone that you're moving forward in life with and a lot of the time that has to do with the way karma is at play for you and for the other person in the relationship. So for me, I kind of entered relationship from an insecure and anxious attachment style. And that's just rooted in my past. That's just rooted in the way I was raised, the kind of family that I had, and the sort of relationships that I had after, you know, leaving childhood slash the family home and if you don't know about attachment style guys there are a couple different styles but usually if you're anxiously attached you are going to be drawn to someone who is avoidant and if you'd like to read about the other attachment styles and theories they are widely available to go and read on and go and research about and I very much fit that mold of being attracted to typically the avoidant and fearful attachment style and took on that mentality of feeling like I could, I could through my intention heal and love myself and that person so much that they will just catch up with me. And, um, that just, in the way that I've learned throughout this year with this relationship and actually on and off for a couple of years now is that that just continued the karmic cycle. That thought and that intention just deepened that wounding for me, that anxiousness for me. And, um, you know, also you can't, we know, you know, you can't really change. You can't really change someone else. I mean, so that's something that I've been learning this year as well as having confidence in myself and working towards secure attachment doesn't really have anything to do with the other person. It has to do with how I approach those conflicts with that person, the projections that I have toward the situations or myself that I might be putting on them, et cetera. So they are just mirrors for those tendencies that I have. And in that relationship, it can be really beautiful. It can be a practice of realizing where I'm burying feelings of unworthiness or insecurity and realizing what they might be rooted to. So really when we enter relationships that may be karmic, we are looking at um, all of those things within ourselves and it can be really a beautiful reflection from that other person. Um, When it comes down to it, at the end of all of this, as I am 
truly coming at the end of this karmic lesson and fully choosing myself and deciding to end that relationship because for many reasons, but ultimately because choosing myself and believing in myself and my self-worth and knowing that I can give myself the chances that I've given this person is so important to disrupt that karmic cycle of always thinking that it's my fault or there's something that I can do to outturn this outcome into one that's feels right you know when you make the right decisions and the right actions the right words the right thoughts you have a bodily reaction to that your body can feel really safe and light and not be in turmoil and confusion and frustration and I knew that I was moving away from what is right for me and what is right in this karmic lesson when I felt heavy and when I felt insecure and frustrated and confused because if this person is constantly like creating that friction and that exasperation of all of the wounds and triggers despite your constant effort and communication and and it's still it's not healthy and you just have to be able to take total radical acceptance and responsibility for that instead of especially as women in our karmic cycles feeling like it's our job to nurture that out of that person and to believe in them more than you might believe in yourself and because we're very forgiving and we um have been raised and taught to heal and to forgive others perhaps before ourselves and that can create a lot of that can create a lot of empathic burnout it can create a lot of resentment and it can create a lot of disbelief in our own self and our own worthiness so for me it took a while for me to get here you know um one of the practices that helped me along the way and that I hope might help anyone listening when it comes to breaking out of the that karmic cycle, that wheel of fortune or misfortune of a lesson that's circling around you this year is um, actually a Hawaiian ritual and it's Owopo... <laughs> I, I looked up the pronunciation because I've only ever read it and I feel so badly because it's actually kind of a difficult pronunciation, but I'm going to do my best here. Awopopono, awopopono. Um, and that's, it's the practice of what it's like when you become non-resistant to what is, to the situation and the reality of what is. Instead of thinking you have to do, 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 to change something or thinking that it's your fault or your um, your guilt because something isn't changing and it could be different and maybe it's something in you that you need to change. Instead, when you have that karma in your life, you have that cause and effect in your life, you realize that any condition in your life you can actually take total responsibility for without resistance, without suppression. And I promise this is his... I believe that this is how you can burn away current karmic lessons. So this practice, Oopopono, is four steps. And the first is, it's sort of like a self-ceremony. So we could do it kind of like 
in a quiet space. You could do it in your bed while you're going to sleep. You could do it in your bed while you're waking up. You could do it in the shower, visualizing the clear water running over you and cleansing you. There can be so many different quiet spaces to do it, but it's so simple, guys. And it's, um, I'm sorry, you know, for whatever it is that you are feeling friction with, whatever it is that's in your life that feels heavy and intense. Just like apologizing to your own heart for it being there and that emotion being there and really being there for it um, and sitting with that suffering instead of um, trying to do something to push it away or to suppress it. So I'm sorry is the first step and really like trying to connect with your heart when you say that. And then the second step is please forgive me. You know, like that self-forgiveness I think is so key to this process of taking responsibility and understanding that no we aren't we things can be outside of our control and some things can happen to us and then again we can forgive ourselves for thinking it's our fault being feeling guilty feeling horrible about ourselves feeling not worthy of good things etc um to kind of pull us out of any negative downward spiral that's happening with that karma that is induced right so i'm sorry please forgive me i think self-forgiveness sounds like such a simple concept but it's actually really hard to do it can be really complicated to really really forgive yourself um but this uh, this in, in practice allows you to connect with that right the third step is thank you and this is hard too because again Another concept that seems simple is gratitude, but in practice, it's actually really deep. It's really deep because to say thank you to something that seems horrible, (laughs) to say thank you to something that seems so heavy and that seems to be the root of your issues, that why would you be thankful for that, right? You kind of want to push it away and be like, I don't want this. (laughs) I do not want to be experiencing this resisting it right resisting what is and by creating more resistance you are creating more karma you're creating more of whatever that thing is which can be hard to imagine and picture but when we zoom out of our situation if you literally imagine yourself like kind of zooming out of your heart space out of your body zoom up above view your kind of life on a little timeline and you see yourself and you kind of look at the whole picture, you can see that any moment of extreme disruption in your life, any moment of extreme pressure or was appearing to be very negative might have actually been a blessing in disguise because it's always pointing you toward a direction of more alignment and anything that's disruptive is actually a gift because it's showing you um, what needs to fall away and really what needs to be accepted so that it can be absorbed through you and fall away. So I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. And really connecting with that. Thank you. And lastly, I love you. I love you. And that can really be toward yourself and to whatever the thing is as well. And see how that might shift the energy of what it is that you're experiencing and what it is that you're going through. To me, 
I almost felt like a bodily burning, like an inner, and not like a bad burning, not like a tortured burning, more like a purification burning, like a, you know, um, I was at the Renaissance Fair the other weekend with my friend and we were watching this glass maker just spin around this molten glass inside of the hot, hot, hot fire and you could see the glass becoming more refined and and as he started to mold it and it kind of felt like that, like, it kind of felt like that, yeah, (laughs) like purifying inner fire, this burning away of it because instead of resisting it, instead of suppressing it and subduing it or trying to do something to, to, to squash it, I absorbed it into myself. I took responsibility for it. I said, I'm sorry for it. I'm forgiving myself for it. I'm loving it. And I'm really, it's, it burns away. It purifies away. And that karmic cycle comes kind of to an end. And the ultimate truth to all of this is that anything that causes that intensity, that burdened feeling, that frustration, that confusion in your body, when your body doesn't feel safe, it's showing you what is out of alignment for you. So you have to thank it for being there. You know, it's not your fault. You're not supposed to do something more. You're already doing enough. You know, you're doing enough. So this we're supposed to feel light. We're supposed to feel at ease. We're supposed to feel safe in our bodies. It's not easy with the world that we live in, but that's how we're supposed to feel. And that's how we're supposed to learn. We're not supposed to learn through punishment and through revenge and through insidious, you know, dark ways and messages. Karma is supposed to be light. It's supposed to be joyful. And how can we take ultimate radical acceptance of ourselves and our lives so that all of this can be transmuted into something beautiful and when I felt that release it was almost like a fully after that purification like a full body just like almost like all of the pain that has accumulated through the mirror of this relationship all of the pain that it has triggered from the past all of the pain that I was holding on to thinking that it, I had to do something about it. Um, just, it's kind of like a lifting because my soul was saying I'm on the right path by realizing that it's okay for this not have, it's okay for this not to have worked out the way it was supposed to. This person showed you everything that was supposed to be shown about your life, about yourself, and you tried your best. And that's okay. That's okay. And um, now I am relearning self-confidence. I am relearning self-worthiness. And that's what the underside of this wheel of that relationship and that karmic cycle taught me. You know what I mean? How to... I'm now coming into the top of the wheel of like, what does it look like when I'm giving myself chances? What does it look like when I'm nurturing my self-confidence, my ability to be solid and grounded and safe in my decisions? How does that feel to me? And I can tell you my soul literally feels light. Like it feels right. And already I've had things happen that are lining up that I'm so excited about that just whooshed open 
You know, in February, I'm going to be going to Puerto Rico to train with my plant medicinal healer. I'm going to be connecting with someone who's going to be teaching me hypnosis so I can get my official certification in it. And um, I want to be hosting this retreat with my friends in the Pocono Mountains in November that I put together called HeartWise and about the wisdom of heartbreak and following our hearts and leading in our confidence and what that means. And down the line, I can't wait for this to blossom and to turn into what other possibilities this can create for me. And all of that happens because I was able to not resist what is and to call reality in and to truly honor that reality and to listen to what the karmic cycle was there to teach me so that I could come back to my natural state of joy. And you deserve that as well. We all deserve that. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I feel like I could continue to tell stories about this topic and continue to go on, but if there's anything that I would like to leave you with and a question that I would like you to reflect on as we're going, is simply right now in your life, in your actions, in your words, or in your thoughts, what is unloving to you? Because I promise that whatever that thing is, whatever that thought cycle is, whatever those actions are, it'll be very clear. And whatever's unloving, I promise isn't true. You know, like... Our truth is love. Our truth is safety. Our truth is stability. Our truth is worthiness. Our truth is confidence. And anything that is not those things that are making you feel heavy and frustrated and intense and ooh, ooh, like constricted and frozen, those things that are unloving to you aren't, I promise they aren't true. So asking yourself, what in my thoughts, actions, or words have been unloving to me? have been creating a cause and an effect karmic cycle and kind of walking away with with that in mind especially with the end of the year what lessons this year have popped up for you what's the theme across all of these lessons um could be another thing to jot down and sit and journal with as well and usually there's kind of a thread of a theme through each of the lessons that have circled around this year for you if you sit with it and reflect on it um and finally and finally give yourself some grace you know you're doing a lot we're all doing a lot the world is doing a lot and we need to give ourselves some grace some grace that we are trying our best and that's enough, you know? Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Again, please reach out to me. Please DM me about any insight you might have had while you were listening, a question that came up while you were listening, um, maybe something that you would like me to explore as a topic within another episode. I really want to connect with you. So let me know or send me the question to hello at infiniteritual.space. Come and talk to me. That's why I am here. That's why I'm doing this. Leave a comment, leave a review. Anything to connect is so important to me, guys. So please don't hesitate to. Sending you so much love. Sending you so much 
kindness on this journey of yours. And until next week, bye.